Are you working Are you hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening. <laughs> Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? We're getting a double dose of the intro. How cool is that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know you're just to do but I have just to do <laughs> What is that, dear? <laughs> I know you're probably going to introduce me, but I just have to say that I was just typing into the chat room, is this entities because, look, I'm super today, and they always disrupt anything technical, so we've had echoes. Right. We've had all kinds of interesting <laughs> so good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you are in the world. Hello and welcome to Living Well on AtoZen.fm. It's Friday. Oh my goodness, it's it's someday on a Friday in June. Oh, it's the fifth. At least in this 10 seconds. So whether you are joining us live now, today, the 5th, or in the future, thank you for showing up and playing and contributing to this conversation. We are about to have some fabulousness going on. It's really already started, as Cara was just saying. My guest today is the returning, magnificent, gloriously fabulous Cara Wright. And we're going to continue our conversation about choosing embodiment. We had so much fun last week. And there was way more information than we could even begin to scratch the surface of. And so today, we're going to play some more with the topic of choosing embodiment. And I could tell you a lots of awesome things about Kara. And since I did that last week, I'm going to save more time for the conversation. <laughs> so, awesome. Welcome back, beautiful friend. How are you today? You? I'm really great. It's beautiful here. I mean, the sun's out. It's going to be super warm. And yeah. And it's like this morning, I was like, oh, yeah, like, what's going on? I had this really weird, you know, I was aware of some really interesting things. I was like, what is this? This is like more than normal. And then I was like, oh, yeah, they're all here for the show. So Someone knocking at the door. Yeah. Welcome back, everyone in bodies and out of bodies. Yes. And thank you for, for joining us again, those of you who are coming back. We have a fabulous, fabulous fun folks in the chat room. If you haven't joined us already in the chat room, please click on the word chat room. It's in the red bar near the top of your screen if you're on the home page of a to zen dot fm. That's A, the number two, the word zen, and then dot fm. Um, just click on chat room. It'll tell you to give yourself a name. So pick any name that suits you today and come on in and play with us live in real time. And uh, you can also call in and um, the number in the U.S. is 815-880-8255. In Canada, it's 613-800-8736. And in the U.K., it is 033-0001-0625. You can also Skype us here at a2zen.fm. Wow. So for anybody who might just be joining us today and didn't hear our previous conversation, we've been talking about choosing embodiment 
what the heck does that mean? <laughs> Some of you might be saying, <laughs> well, it's actually about choosing to show up in a body on this planet. And yeah. for Kara and I, we're both working from the interesting point of view that we do actually choose to show up here. We do actually have some participation in the creation of our body uh, when it's in utero, in our mom's womb, um, mm-hmm. whenever that may have occurred, whether we're joining our body at, at the birth of the body or sometime in its lifetime. And um, and there is choice and there is some potency we can be playing with. And what if we were acknowledging that more in our mm-hmm. lives and with our bodies and what else might be possible. So today we're playing with, are you acknowledging your creation of your body and the capacities you created your body to have? And we got a few questions, Kara. Um, if, if you want to dive right in. Why not? <laughs> yeah, totally. Let's um, do it. And, and I will give folks, if you, if you are just joining us and you haven't heard the previous conversation, please also you can go into the archives and, and hear that fabulous conversation amongst many others. Um, if you go to a2zen.fm and you can click on the archives page, you can also click on the host, go to my page on a to zen and then click on the archives. You can listen to, I think I, we now have, this is my 26th show. How awesome is that? <laughs> and Kara works with pregnancy and birth um, and yoga, and she's also a certified access facilitator, um, all-around awesome, amazing being and, and person and creator. And so in, in your work, Kara, you are actually participating regularly with people who are moving through their pregnancies, couples and women who are moving through their pregnancies. And yeah. Kara discovered not too long ago that she had this amazing capacity to communicate with the babies before they show up as baby. How cool is that? Yes. <laughs> so one of our questions we got is like, so if someone is, if a couple is talking about wanting to have a baby, make yeah. a baby body, um, what are some questions that they could be asking before they even go through the process of trying to actually physically conceive? So what if someone came to you and said, okay, we, we'd like to have a baby and we'd like to do this, you know, with the most participation from the beings that want to come play with us as possible. Mm-hmm. And so what would you what would you offer some questions to them? What questions would you offer to them well, to start with? First of all, I actually kind of find it funny that you know, is it actually your, well, your point of view that you're ready to ha- right. start having children or is being already there projecting at you now's the time? And so mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing that that's I have started to be aware of is like, we think we have these original freaking thoughts and ideas about, oh, I'm going to start, it's time to start the family. And, um, and that it's not that to say that that isn't possible, but a lot, a lot of the time is because you're starting to be aware of all the projections, expectations, rejections, separations, and judgments of the being that is there waiting to be born. Because the thing that we talked a little bit about last week, I believe, mm-hmm, geez, mm-hmm, seems mm-hmm. like it was 12 years ago, was that they actually, you know, be, beings, you know, coming into bodies, they aren't, you know, they actually have points of view, they have life experience, they have you know, and they have personalities, they have awarenesses, you know, and to what degree they, um, you know, and they can also like be reveal themselves totally and they can also keep themselves hidden. I mean, there's, there's like 
a lot of things that beans can do. And so, like, you know, if you have a point of view that you are done having your children and this bean is, has a point of view that no, you are not, those mm-hmm. beans can keep themselves very hidden from you until, whoops, you're pregnant. And then you have to, like, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, this friggin' bean is here. Um, anyway, that's just FYI out there for those of you that, are in that situation but the other side of it you know if you and this is something I realized um because I think I had shared last week that I actually my husband and I actually tried to conceive for like close to six years and really longer I mean we never really like we will have been married for 10 years this June and we never really like tried to not get pregnant so I mean really it was just Mm -hmm. something you know that Mm -hmm. we but then we specifically tried for a long period of time and it was really intense emotionally for a while. I mean, for a while, I did pretty well. And then after a while, I really started to buy into all of this reality's um, points of view about infertility and all of that stuff, which can be super intense and super mm-hmm. just crazy. And um, what I realized through that process, and this will get to the question, is um, when I found access, um, I, I got so much awareness and relief from it because I started to get more clear about what were actually my points of view and what were the points of view that I was picking up from the being Mm -hmm. that was here to be my child. And I started to be able to differentiate because they do function from thoughts, feelings, and emotions a lot of the time. And Mm -hmm. they, you know, I realized that a lot of the upset in um, agitation that I would go through and that my body would experience was based on what I was aware of the being was going through. So it was such an amazing, like, whoa, okay, so this isn't actually all mine. And we talk a lot about an access, who does this belong to? Um, Mm -hmm. and also too, like your body actually has a point of view about conception and, you know, so, you want to always include your body in the conversation of that as well. And so that's what I actually started doing. I started being, okay, like, who does this belong to? When I would go into those intense feelings of upset or depression mm-hmm. or agitation or whatever I went into, um, mm-hmm. I would ask, okay, who does this belong to? Me or some, someone else or something else? And it was always it, what I was surprised for my own personal self was it was never really me that was upset. Um, mm-hmm. And yet it's so present that mm-hmm. it's no wonder for six years I thought all of that was mine. And I also started to include my body in the conversation. Like, okay, so buddy, are, is it, is it time? Like, would, you know, would it be fun for you to be pregnant? Would that be something, you know, I started to include. So really what I would say for people who are looking at that, like just starting to acknowledge that there are not just, it's not just their points of view. It's the body's point yeah. of view beings points of view and just begin to ask questions of like is it now or later you know body would you like to be pregnant this month um body if we if we um you know have sex this month will you get pregnant you know body Mm -hmm. start to ask your body as well and then also start to like interact with the being and just say hey you know just really to acknowledge that they're there is a big huge step and what starts to become more clear is like where you're functioning from where they're functioning from where your body's what your body's point of view is and basically what that does is it just creates a space where you can be more conscious of the whole process um you can affect and change it and shift it as well and it and sometimes it's just you know like 
just simply being more conscious about what's occurring and as it's occurring and, and where things are yeah. coming from yeah. is, is a huge and, gift to everyone. Totally. And a, a question that a lot of people may not be willing to ask, but I'm going to invite them to ask is, would becoming pregnant be a contribution to my body, to my life, my living, and my reality at this time? Mm-hmm. If yeah. not now, possibly when? when? And mm-hmm. and would bringing children into our family at this time be a contribution? And in that question, I'm going to ask you to everything. Well, first of all, everything that's bringing up, could we please destroy the creator? Right, wrong, good, bad, talk, talk, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. That little bit of jib jab was the uh, access clearing statement. If any of you have not heard us say that and you're wondering what the heck are they doing, we're using a clearing statement. It's called the access clearing statement, and you can find out more about it at theclearingstatement.com. You can also look up access consciousness at accessconsciousness.com. All kinds of information and free tips and tools and videos and a plethora of fun stuff to play with to find out more about access. Um, But we we do use the clearing statement here on the show. And um, Kara is also a Talk to the Entities uh, facilitator as well, which is one of the specialty classes within the Word Access Consciousness. It was developed by Shannon O'Hara, who is another phenomenally amazing being and creator of Magnitude. (laughs) And um, so you you can find out more about Talk to the Entities at... Ta-da! Talk to the entities.com. <laughs> so um, we try to make it as e- it's as much ease as possible here. Um, and and so the the question about being a contribution is not from the energy of is this a rightness or a wrongness. It's really yeah. more about what if you could tap into your awareness and what happens to the energy when you ask that question? Does it get light, expansive, fluffy, fun, yummy? Wow, do you get like that yes energy? Or do you get more like uh, put the brakes on, hang on a minute, no, the body is not expanding, it doesn't feel light. And, And none of that either means that there's a rightness or a wrongness or an answer present. It's really about your awareness. And one of the points I would like to make right out of the gate is you are the one who has the choice here. You and your body, you the woman who is considering becoming pregnant physically, you have the choice. And while there are lots of opportunities for beings who may want to come play with you in this lifetime to do that via your womb and creating a body, they don't have the ultimate say unless you give up your choice. And a lot of people make that choice, and that is a, a choice. <laughs> Do you see that, Cara, in your work? Well, yeah. I mean, I think I see. I think all of those things occur because so often people are functioning from this is just what you do. You know, you you yeah. grow up, find that person, you get married, you get pregnant. Like the, mm-hmm. they're just kind of like in the this reality version mm-hmm. of what, yeah, of what, and so very, very often there isn't a lot of pause to ask the questions of yeah. like, is this something I would actually like to choose? Is this now or yeah. later? Would this contribute 
to my life? Would it contribute to my living? You know, and one of the questions we use a lot in access, and I, and this is one that I think is really helpful for this particular, because look, there are a ton of points of views about mm-hmm. you be pregnant, you not be pregnant, you know, um, there, I still get the projection, even though like, I'm pretty clear my choice and, you know, has been like, I'm really happy with what has occurred in my life. I still get the projection of like, oh, for her, Mm-hmm. You know, I, mm-hmm. you know, and, very and interesting was, points of view out there. <laughs> yeah. And it was something I actually kept um, private for a very long time because mm. I, I I was so aware of where people went and their points of view of how awful it was. And, that, and so it's like also, too, it's like really, you know, be aware of who you're interacting with, what their points of view are with what you're choosing or not choosing, um, you know, ask the questions of like, you know, you know, if I choose this, what will my life be like in five years? And if I don't choose it, what will my life be like in five years? And why I like that particular question is because it gets you out of, you, mm-hmm. you can't like take all those points of view that you're so aware of, that people are in this reality and project like, and still have them present at five years out. So you can get a better read on would it actually create more for you? And, you know, Sometimes it's a yes and sometimes it's a no. And it, and again, like you said so brilliantly, it's not about a wrong choice or a right choice. It's about choice, just choice. Because mm-hmm. so many people don't function from choice with mm-hmm. conceit and with having children. They're functioning from routine. They're functioning from probably many, 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 many lifetimes of I'll be your child this lifetime, you be my child next lifetime. Okay, we're sisters now. <laughs> you should come back. We do that too. So it's like also yeah. too, one of the things I really do with people um, because I found it so helpful for my own interaction with the beings that I'm aware that are still around me um, that would like to be my children is, you know, uncreating and stirring all your um you know, all your oaths, vows, fealties, communities, bondings, um, relationships, everything that, you know, like all the ways in which you have interacted with one another in other times, spaces, and lifetimes mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that you can actually ha- be in choice here. Like, and yeah. it doesn't necessarily even matter what you choose. It's just what would it be like if we – went through the process, you know, like we chose to conceive children or not to conceive children from a very conscious place. And it also gives the being a choice. Yes. Because also, like I realized, I was assuming I was aware of these beings that are around me all the time. And for a long time, they it was like this interaction of like, they're going to be my children. And as I've done this work, that has really, really changed to them really more being here at as a contribution to my life. And it's not necessarily specifically as children physically embodied here. Um, And I, that's changed for me. And I actually, I I also think that's changed for them. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, everywhere people function from also choosing a body and embodiment. And obviously I'm facilitating, this is how this works. It's like I say, everywhere you have all decided, you must come into a physical body, and that that is the only choice you have, and that is the correct and right choice. Will you uncreate and destroy it all? Yes, thank you, everyone. (laughs) Right, wrong. Holy crap, all nine. Wow. This is what was making all of the technology wacky. 
Yeah, and you know this. So for everyone who might be going, what are they talking about? <clears throat> so yeah. the awareness Kara and I are ha- Kara and I are having in this moment is the inordinate amount of beings who are functioning from the point of view that they have to be in a body or they're not viable or they're and not they real. They have to come true. to this person. They, they have, have to come to this family. Yes, yes. Oh. All of that. Oh. And so what we were perceiving, and there's even more of it. Oh my God. <laughs> There, and all of the people who are in bodies who believe that, too, everywhere we're buying into that point of view that choosing embodiment is a requirement and yeah. is the only valid choice. Wow. Yeah. Could we please destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. Wow. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, puck, pot, all nine, shorts, please be on. This is cool. This is so cool. Wow. So we have a break coming up and there's a couple more questions that were sent in and I'm loving where we're going and just uh, letting the entities and embodied beings be sending their questions to us. So, wow, you are listening to Living Well on HSN.FM. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and we are talking to the amazing Kara Wright again today. And um, wow, if you could just, over the break, I'm inviting you to tap into all of this amazing points of view around being in a body. Body and and the awareness of who we truly be, the essence of us. Golly, dogs, that's some beautiful stuff going on. Okay, so we're going to take a break. We will be back in just a moment. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm 
or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome How much back. of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration? I am your host, Keisha Clark, <laughs> and we are talking again today with the fabulous and phenomenal Kanara, Kanara Rice. We have a nickname for you, Kanara. <laughs> I'm just loving the syllable game. <laughs> Kara Wright, <laughs> and we are talking about choosing embodiment and what the heck does it mean and what does it have to mean and should we do it or should we not do it and that could be literally or figuratively take it however you want. Wow. So <laughs> just before the break, in case you're just joining us, um, we were actually kind of getting a, a greater sense of that really that craziness and insanity as well as the awesomeness of the points of view around the rightness or wrongness of having to choose to get here in a body. And um, for me, that kind of connected into what you were saying earlier, Kara, about um, when people are considering, you know, making a baby body and that oftentimes it may be the beings who are desiring to get here that are projecting those points of view at the couple or at the woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so isn't that interesting? There is a really prevalent point of view around get in a body, you know, get a body. Um, so, wow. And that is still like rumbling around the universe. Right? It's like, you know, you, you coming to this show and I mean, I'm sure many of the listeners are like, yeah, they're going to talk about how embodiment is so great. And it's like, wow. So everything is the opposite of what appears because where we actually went was, well, and the thing is, it's not, it's not about clearing, like saying, no, you don't have to have a body. It's more about right. what would you like to choose? You know, it's mm -hmm. like, what if you could come, what if you could choose to embody here based on what you would like to create as a being, mm -hmm. not based on obligation or past experiences or past relationships or anything else. So what I'm, I realized over the break was, you know, people, the interesting thing about the spirit world is people think if somebody's out of a body, they don't actually still function from unconsciousness. People think that when you, when you don't have your body, you're yeah. more conscious. And actually, the opposite is true. And, <laughs> you know, there are many, obviously, beings out of bodies still really functioning from a lot of past points of view, a lot of projections, expectations you know, um, about what they should or shouldn't do, about past oaths and vows and fealties, because I've heard Gary Douglas say many times, like, many of us have taken oaths, like, to, you know, um, when you're married, you say, till death do you part, except does an infinite being really die? And so mm -hmm. how many, you know, it's like, how much do we just bump along with one another, creating all of these family groups without really mm -hmm. being aware of a choice that we have. And it doesn't mean that if you knew you had the choice, you wouldn't actually pick that family group. You totally might do that. And obviously there are some beings that are like looking for a different possibility because they all showed up for the show today. Not all, but yeah, yeah, a, yeah, a big, yeah. 
big group of them did anyway. So yeah, how does it, it get it's out? really cool. It's really You're cool. talking about yeah. it. I am hearing an echo. Is anyone else? <laughs> um, I'll just forge ahead. <laughs> so um, I, I have a personal um, experience with that. Um, when yeah. I was very young, I had um, a great, great aunt, uncle, and they were really already approaching their considered senior years when I showed up mm -hmm. on scene. I remember as throughout my childhood hearing stories from my aunt about that she could never um, carry a child to term. Uh -huh. So she had three or four miscarriages in her lifetime. And it was very interesting because every time I – it's not that she told that story often. And when she told it, it was not from a place of, oh, poor me. It was really a, just a sort of matter of fact, you know, this is one of the things that occurred in our lives. And um, – and every time we would talk about that, which was only a few times, but each time the energy around that conversation, there was something interesting that would go on in my universe. And at, the, at that, those points, I didn't have the tools that I have now, but I did have this awareness early on that part of my showing up here was to be with them. Mm -hmm. And as I as I got into my adulthood and started to study the different modalities that I did, my awareness grew into having more of that, um, well, and being able to acknowledge, wow, my mother and I, the woman who created my, that I co-created my baby body with, <laughs> um, we made an agreement. And part of my desire to get here was to do the work I was to do in this body and in this lifetime with my aunt and uncle as well as with the rest of my family mm -hmm. and um, it was really cool when I got when I started with access classes other parts of that awareness started to really come alive for me in, in, in my conscious awareness in my cognitive awareness of how cool is it that that choice we have we can it's it just that whole point of choice what you were just talking about um yeah. you know how cool is it that i got i was not able to get here through my aunt her body was for whatever reason or reasons not able to do that and i was still able to show up and play with them and for me the real one of the true gifts is the awareness of that it's like how yeah. awesome is it that we can create that, that that is possible. And, and that leads me to my next question that we got was, um, we did have a question about what about um, when a person is not able to carry a child. And I, I believe you, you've touched on that just mm -hmm. right after the break when you were saying, it, what if it doesn't have to show up as you actually producing a child in a baby body? Um, but again, there are some real um, discouragement around miscarrying and um so can well, you speak to that a little bit oh absolutely i mean infertility in general is one of the most intense things to experience and yeah. go through and it is heavily heavily um you know i mean i think it used to be shrouded in a lot of like it used to be shrouded in a lot of secrecy you know people didn't really share it it was stuff that people whispered about. Nobody really said anything. You know, there was a lot of like weird energy around it. And mm -hmm. it's gone from that to being this, you know, it's a huge industry. Let's just get mm -hmm. real about mm -hmm. that. I mean, like, yeah. like the industry for infertility is hugely 
popular. And as with anything, you know, it's like one of those things is like, um, you know, when you put your attention and energy on something, it tends to create more of it, not less of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just a very interesting thing because I think now, okay, so now we're all talking about it and it's like people will share their stories about not being able to conceive and what they did to go to go about conceiving or like whatever that is. But there still is not a lot of like choice and consciousness around it. And it's still something that mm-hmm. I personally look at a lot for myself um, because it was something that I personally experienced for a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. My sister also never physically had children. And so I actually went through it with her for many, many years. And she actually chose to adopt her children. Um, Mm -hmm. And the amazing thing was is that the kids that are with my sister are her children. And just in the way that you described, Kika, that, you couldn't necessarily come physically through that person, so you came over here but got to them anyway. Mm-hmm. That happens way more often than people are willing to acknowledge. Oh, I just got <laughs> and, and people who have beings come to them. And my sister, brilliant as she is, I mean, she, she adopted her children um, way before we had found access. And, like, even when – I remember when she was waiting for her first, you know, baby – you know, there's a boy because she actually, um, her kids came from China, which is even more like they're freaking wow. humanoids of magnitude because they have a whole different country. But it was so interesting because my sister, before all of these, knowing access, knowing talk to the aunties tools, she would come to my prenatal classes and she would wow. do the class at, with this being in mind. And like my, oh, my, awesome. my niece Lola, I mean, she is the mo- biggest nonverbal communicator you will ever meet. Like, she really didn't speak words for a really long time mm-hmm. when she was there. And even now, she's, she, you know, she communicates energetically. And it's almost like if you can't get it energetically, her point of view is like you're ding dong, you know, because <laughs> it's like super, you know, X-Men, big time X-Men. Yes. Like, my sister had this, like, you know, this, this uh, awareness and this creation with, a being that she knew was going to come be your child and it wasn't even so it's like how much can we also contribute to I mean that wasn't anything about the genetic material my sister you know because um, mm-hmm. a lot of times in access we talk about beings choosing their parents because of the genetic material like they want a body mm-hmm. that looks like da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. well like with my sister's case that wasn't at all it was you know it was there's another, you know, there was a different choice that was made. And, and, but she was just aware of it the whole time. It was looking back on it. I'm like, wow, like <laughs> it was like way ahead of her time. And, you know, and so it's, it is such an interesting, you know, the, to have a baby, to not have a baby, what, what happens when you are, you really desire one and it doesn't, it isn't physically created. It is such mm-hmm. a big, subject and it is so unique to each person and each being and so it's one of the reasons why I am really excited to be able to work one-on-one with people because there is no one question there is no one awareness it's really super unique to each so it's so interesting and, and amazing to be able to facilitate people into a more of a conscious awareness of what it is they're choosing and what they're creating and is it generative and what would you like it to look like? And, you know, choice creates awareness. Totally, totally. Something yeah. that, you know, we talk a lot about. Um, mm-hmm. So, and, yeah. And 
I heard something, I think it was yesterday, and I cannot, it's just not in my cognitive universe where I heard it, um, but it jumped out to me as you were talking. Uh, someone was saying, you know, blood does not make family. Yeah. And, and, you know, all of the definitions we have of family in this linear sort of reality uh, aren't necessarily what, you know, are, well, I'll ask you all to tap into your knowing. Is that really what family is or can be? And and is that, yeah. you know, is that just a view that have been invented to maintain certain structures that have been put in place? And wow, is this amazing freedom that I perceive totally. and sense of what if we could be the invitation and the 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 perpetuation of and the invocation of a new way of being family. You know, um, a lot of us in different modalities, when we kind of join into these groups, what happens for most of us? It's that camaraderie and kindredship. And, you know, a lot of people say brother from another mother or sister from another mother. And, um, (laughs) and what if all of that was just a way for us to play? Yeah. It's like, and, the empowerment, the possibilities of empowerment that I perceive with all of that, you know, and we could take it to a whole new level of playing, a whole new arena to play in. It's amazing. Yeah. That's just well, beautiful. I mean, like, what would, you know, it's like just with my sister's example, like two of her, both her daughters yeah. found her from China. You know what I mean? And yeah. they didn't find her. It was just like, it was like, you know, and you can look at like how many lifetimes has she been Chinese and how many lifetimes, you know, it's like how many lifetimes have they yeah. been together. That in, yeah. But it's like when you really start to look at it from that aerial quote unquote it's view, amazing. what yeah. are we doing here? Why are there totally. like countries and <laughs> ethnic groups and like religions and all these freaking total perceived separations that are freaking yeah. lies? They're total yeah. lies. Yeah. So. Yeah. What else? Wow. Everything that's bringing up. <laughs> We're stirring the pot just a little bit today, Miss Cara. People, just jump right in. <laughs> you thought it was just going to be some ticky-tocky radio show. <laughs> Fairy fairies, boys are so lovely. And what else is possible? Wow. So for I'm, I totally, there's like this something coming up about all of the competition and all of the bullshit about your body is broken or you are broken if you cannot produce a child. Oh. Uh, whoever's ready to step up and blow that shit out of the water, could we please do it now and destroy and yes, create all please. of this? God, thank you. <laughs> Let's just run that on a loop. Good, yeah. bad, right, wrong, all nine pod pox, shorts, boys, man. Because, look, it's like when I found access, like, I realized how much I had deteriorated into being such an asshole to my body because I had decided it was my body's fault. Because oh, that's God, really God. what we do, you know, like, infertility here is dealt, it, you know, quote, unquote, infertility is dealt with here on a very physical, in a very physical way. And so if you're not conceiving, it's because you the mom most of the time Mm -hmm. is doing something correctly. And so years of that being perfect, like not only was I perpetrating that on myself, but like having that be projected at me and like, Oh, you know, and like, there's so many theories, you know, it's like, Oh my God, just do this. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. Eat this. Mm -hmm. Don't eat that. And I mean, I just remember being, and before I had the light and heavy tool, I remember being so like just upset and just, 
and, you know, all of the different eating regimes and, oh, God, there's so much stuff out there. And, you know, sometimes what's interesting is, is, is choice does create awareness and you, you are the creator of your, of your life and living. And so for a lot of people, if someone says, Oh, just eat black walnuts and, and I, I ate black walnuts and I, I totally got pregnant. And, you know, and for some people, they literally can eat black walnuts and get freaking pregnant and it works. Yep. And so yep. that's how these things perpetrated. But for me, I, it, that none, nothing ever worked. And so I was just really totally left with, wow, I, my shit is like, I am, my shit is like screwed up. And I, and I knew that like, there was like, it never really felt light to me to do any of the more invasive ways. Like to me, they're invasive ways of getting pregnant. For some people, they're brilliant and they work and it's like, they love it. It's like, Mm -hmm. so what if you were to also be in choice with what you, you yourself with infertility, what you yourself you know, are willing to like how, cause I remember being really conflicted about like, well, if I'm not willing to go to the, you know, to the mountaintops and do the, do the, the big thing, then does it really, like, I, I felt super guilty about that. Like I felt yeah. really guilty, like, well, God, I must not really want to have a child because people are telling me to not eat wheat and I, I can't not eat it, you know, or I, I get really grumpy when I'm not eating, you know, so it's like, God, yeah. there's so yeah. much there oh, and everything that this is bringing up for everyone <laughs> wow all the projections oh, expectations rejection separations judgment oh guilt shame regret all of that that you're doing yeah. to yourself to your body to your life and your living would you please be willing to uncreate and destroy all of it yes yeah, yeah, yeah. bad right wrong all nine pod poc shorts boys and beyonds because it's like what if creation is something else? Like, what if there's a different yes, possibility? That is what. Yeah. Can can you can you truly be broken? Right. Can you? Know, you? Is it even possible? And it's like the other thing that's really bodies are just sort of like waving. Like, what if included us in the equation? You know. <laughs> and it's like, and are you willing to be in allowance of what is appropriate for your body in this lifetime, in this moment of this lifetime? Right. And, you know, to know that you have been co-creating with this body since you chose to come here. So what if your body's not against you? What if your body's actually for you and your body is facilitating you to willing to facilitate you to a greater awareness and possibility for your life and everything that doesn't allow you all Mm -hmm. to see that, to be that, to know that, to perceive that to whatever degree you can. Let's uncreate Mm -hmm. it. Yes, yes. And yes, that's yes. right, wrong, all nine pod poc shorts, boys and beyond. Because that was the and, funny thing. I, you know, there's an, there's body classes and access that are just, they're three-day body oh, classes. They're freaking incredible. brilliant. Mm. And I didn't go to my first body class until I had, like, it was, like, after I shot through a bunch of classes. And then I went to a body class. And I and I actually went with Glenna Rice, who is one of yeah. the body process facilitators. She's so brilliant. She's mm. actually going to be on my show in the first week of July. So <laughs> Here, her, yeah, I'm excited. But I remember her looking at me, and because this was, I was still kind of like struggling with this infertility that I'd had for six years. And she, I remember looking at me and going, "Well, truth, was it the time to have the child?" And I was like, "Oh my God, no!" Like, <laughs> I just spent six freaking years being an 
asshole to everyone around me, asshole to my body, hating myself, hating my life, and it wasn't even a choice to want it. So it wasn't even life for me. It's like, oh, yeah. Lord, have mercy. So. So this is a place we can introduce another brilliant tool. Um, for all of you who are feeling that pressure or that sense of wacky insanityness, here's a great tool. If you are tapping in to your awareness and you're getting, you know what? No, it is not what works for me right now. It's not what works for us right now to do this, mm -hmm. to choose this. Here's a tool, and it's called Return to Sender with Consciousness Attached. <laughs> It's a brilliant tool, and before anyone raises their hand to object from the space of, I don't want to send it back to so-and-so, let me just give you a little bit more of a information. It's not about throwing a spear or a javelin or dart at any one person in particular. It's really about asking that point of view that does not belong to you in the first place, to go back from whence it came, which means it is going to go back to the person and the persons and the persons and the persons and the persons throughout all time, space, dimension, and realities. And as it does that, when you've said with consciousness attached, you've changed the energy of that point of view. So it's a fabulous tool. Don't ever try to use that, even if you don't remember the words, because it'll absolutely change something. And if you're really you know, crazy enjoying beating up your body, then don't use it. But if you would like something different, <laughs> you might choose that question or that statement a few times and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, that that goes along with like, you know, you know, what if you were willing to really, truly acknowledge how aware you actually are of other yes. people's points of views and other people's realities and, 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 and how much you actually choose and function based on what other people realities are and never looking at your own, you know, um, what would that change for you? And that's really, once you realize, oh, wait a second, this isn't actually mine, then you return it to sender. So yeah, it's a um, huge, it's a huge one when you're looking at interacting with oh. Beings coming because a lot of times we've been with these beings so many lifetimes they feel very mm -hmm. familiar to us. What I realized for myself was I hadn't distinguished like until I started asking questions and really looking at it. I I thought yeah. all that that stuff was mine, all that emotion, yeah. all that intensity, all those thoughts they were all mine, and yeah. Yeah. They, they weren't. So yeah, and, and who we might be returning it to beings that are not in bodies. It does, you know, and that's part of the brilliance of that tool. Absolutely. Um, is, I mean, you know, the clearings you and I were doing earlier in the show, it's like, who are we really facilitating? We're not just facilitating just ourselves. What if we are being a change to inordinate amounts of beings? You know, we're being an example, we're being an invitation, and we're being a different energy that allows change to occur now with greater ease. Oh, my well, freaking goodness gracious, that's awesome. And I wonder, too, it's like, one of the things that I've heard Shannon O'Hara say many times is she she vision, envisions a world where where we all mm. would interact with the spirit world yes. as if it, it's a normal thing, like like where you would you would perceive the tree and the tree would perceive you and it, you wouldn't really have a point of view. It's just like yeah, we're both here. So mm -hmm. wh how much of the point of view that in that things don't exist until they get embodied physically is exactly. perpetrating this idea that there that nobody has a choice. 
that you have mm-hmm. to have children and that these beings have to become children. It's like, whoa, well, mm-hmm. what if there's a different possibility? And what is that possibility? Yeah. Wow. That is just so amazing and awesome. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we did. We had one more question. And I, I I know that this is a question that's on a lot of people's minds. And I know we're coming up on the last, like, six minutes of the show. So, um um, oh, wow. You know what? Let people know where they can get a hold of you, Cara, real quick. And you have a couple classes coming up in the near future. So um, I do. I have, I'll say little, little, I have I have one in Maui, not this coming weekend, but next, so the 12th, the 13th, mm-hmm. and 14th. I have one in Toronto in August. I don't totally remember the dates, but it's the second, second weekend in August mm-hmm. that are both Talk to the NT's beginning classes. And I have... Obviously, my radio show, Magic in Motion. People can find me on Facebook under Cara Wright Magic. And they can also email me at talktocarawright at gmail.com. I will be having my website live within the next few weeks, which will be carawright at cfmw.com. And how does it get better? Now, let's get to the question. Okay. Um, So I'm kind of getting a sense of, oh, wow, how aware are we and how cool is this and how much choice do we really have? So I'm I'm loving... This, thank you, Cara. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And all the beings and all beings in bodies and not in bodies who are showing up and have showed up and the contribution you all be. Thank you so much. Um, we got a question about, so what, what about when people have um, children who are autistic or who have what we call a birth defect in this reality? Can you speak to that, mm-hmm. please? Um, I know that's kind of wide open, but... Um, yes. this is what I would say too it's like with disabilities like autism ADD ADHD um, OCD those kinds of disabilities you know what if they're not a disability what if they're an actual ability and what would it take for you to actually to uncreate and destroy everywhere you've bought into those points of view of any wrongness that Mm. the being that has come to be your child has created in themselves or in their body and then be the question of like, what's act, what actually is this? So if it's not a problem, what would it be? Yeah. That is so beautiful. Yeah. Because we always, you know, this reality is all about figuring out what something is, defining it, and then treating it. Mm-hmm. And in the process of doing all of that, we miss what's actually, what the choice was that actually created whatever has been created and if you take the charge off it's a problem you're going to be a lot more likely to start to be aware of what's actually being created and what other what else could you create and what other choices could you know you make Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and could the being make and i i really get a sense of that you know the question of what do you know like what does your body know and what do you know it's like this agreement, arrangement that you're making and have made with this being that you have chosen to create a body for, however that body shows up, it's like, yeah, what are the capacities here that you've not tapped into that if you well, want to acknowledge? Yes. And it's like, yeah. where have you decided that physical embodiment is a solid, static thing? Exactly. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> wow. Where bodies are solid and real. Yeah. Yeah. We're all energy. And 
oh my gosh, how many beings are desiring to come into bodies now to be the examples and the invitations of this, that something else is truly possible? I just have this huge gratitude in this moment of, because I just get the sense of how many beings there are that are desiring to be a part of this, whether they're showing up in bodies or not. It's like, you know, what if it's time to acknowledge we really do know more than we've pretended we've known for eons now? Oh, yes. Oh, there's just such a yumminess there. <laughs> and what else is possible? Like, yeah, the question I have for people oh. is what did you know when you came into your body? Exactly, yes. <laughs> what have you consciously created with your body or with your life in living mm-hmm. that that you've not acknowledged? Mm-hmm. What what do you think is a problem that actually isn't? Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> what capacities have you created your body to have that, if you yeah. would choose them now, would change your entire reality? Yeah. Ooh, and everywhere you can now be willing to perceive and know and be and receive more of that. Would you choose it? Would you be willing to choose it? and destroy and uncreate everything that does not allow that to be with ease. Totally. Oh, thank you. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. This has been a most incredible conversation, Cara. I just don't even have words to thank you. I, I Thank you just seems so puny and wimpy and minor. <laughs> what invitation can we be now to even more of these conversations and more of conscious acknowledgement of the capacities, the amazingness, the beauty, the magic, the gift. We as beings and our bodies be. And what else is possible with those relationships now? Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. So so don't play with any of these tools, folks, because um, this was just for this moment, only for the hour that you played with us. So now go back into the real world. You're and not allowed. This. You're, not You're not allowed, allowed. to to be, you know, bold and courageous and take this anywhere else but in the chat room. Uh, no, I am kidding. For anyone who thinks I'm serious, please take this out into the world. What do you know and what does your body know? And what have you chosen that you are now willing to be acknowledging your choice of that you and your body can take even further into this universe and create greater in your life, your living, and your reality and be living well and loving you with total ease and magic. Thank you, Cara. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy your beautiful bodies and all of your friends. Have a great week. Bye, friends. (laughs) Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the above?